When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. And this darkness, literal darkness, just came like all over, just, just all over me except where I was standing. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. Hey there, believers. I've got another good episode for you today. Uh, this week, we're bringing on Jim. He had a UFO experience that he wants to share with us out of the great state of West Virginia. So let's go ahead and bring Jim on now. Okay. Okay. So uh, my name's Jim. I live in uh, Calhoun County in West Virginia. Um, we got a uh, I live in the actual in town kind of uh kind of high up area. I'm kind of up on the hill. It's on a pretty big open area uh where I have a pretty good view uh of the sky. You know, there's not a lot of all the trees are like, you know, probably a couple 2 miles or 3 miles off uh in the distance. So I got a pretty good unobstructed view of like the sky from the side deck nice. of the house where we live. Um, so, and I'm not a real big, uh, you know, alien UFO guy or anything like that. Uh, I do, I am a little more convinced now after these two times, but, uh, uh, so anyways, the first, the first and first experience that I had, um, in the evening times, I, uh, I was, I'm usually at that point in time, and this has been probably, uh, it was probably around two years ago when I had the first encounter. Uh, you know, it was summertime. It was nice. Uh, I've got an old Jeep that I work on all the time. And, uh, that's why I had been pretty much every evening. Uh, I was always outside at point in time, you know, working on the Jeep. So later in the evening, I would kind of, uh, sit out on the deck, and I'm, I used to be a pretty big cigar pipe guy, so oh, yeah. just kind of chill out, you know, and relax. It is relaxing just to sit out there and have a cigar or whatever. Um, kind of got that from my old man, always done it. Uh, That's all right, man. Not a healthy habit. But... <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. So sometimes you'd be, you know, you know, I'd be sm- sometimes it took me over an hour, two hours to get through one of those cigars or longer, depending. Uh, yeah. You know, so I would work on the Jeep and, you know, come dark, you know, I don't have a garage or anything. So I would kind of just quit, uh, you know, around, usually around 9 30, 10 o'clock, of course, you know, summertime, 
July, August, it's, you know, it's daylight for a while. So, you know, I would kind of just sit out there and relax, uh, just kind of trying to unwind between working and everything else. And I kind of noticed that my father-in-law is the same way. He lives down, he lives down the road, I don't know, probably six, 700 feet down from me. And they live off of another corner. Uh, actually on kind of the main route where as I'm back off farther towards like the woods area right. um, him but he had kind of noticed he, he's a he's what I refer to as a front porch sitter um, <laughs> you know what I mean one of them old school guys oh yeah man he's always outside so uh, you know if there's anything going on whatsoever man he's he's like the night watchman he's always there so oh yeah he always was telling me like, well, I've been seeing like, you know, these lights that kind of come out of the, like where I was saying, you have a, a wood line and you have, you know, it's a couple miles back off from me, maybe even further because it is a long distance. Uh, you know, I am surrounded by a pretty big wooded area. I'm just like up higher than everybody else. Right. So, um, he, he, he's like right more central, right above, right above in town. Uh, from me so but anyhow he had been saying well these lights whatever that he can kind of see sometimes coming up above these tree lines that would kind of almost close to the same time at in the evening time and I never really took a whole lot into really I mean just kind of okay well there's some lights come up out of the tree I mean you know I like I said, I'm not a huge, like, you know, alien UFO guy. Right. Uh, you know, when it gets into some of the Bigfoot stuff, that's why I started watching this podcast because I, you know, the big stuff, I'm very interested. Yeah, man. I've never had an experience, you know, with that, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've never really had any kind of paranormal stuff or anything. So yeah. this is kind of like, a, it was, it really hit me pretty hard uh, the first time that this happened. Uh but anyways, I was on the deck, uh, and it happened to be one of the, it was actually the next night that my father-in-law was telling me that there's lights would come up and they would kind of just like move from left to right and like kind of just move erratically. And I just kept telling them while well, they were probably drones or something. Uh, it's not like we get a lot of drone activity here, um, right. not, not especially at night. Um, but I was sitting on the deck and I kind of noticed I don't even know if this is really connected to what actually I experienced uh, close there, but uh, I did notice this light would kind of come from the, you got the tree line and it was, it's a pretty bright light and it was like a steady, not a pulsing, not a flashing. It was just a steady kind of just almost like a super intense, like LED kind of light. Um, it came, it would kind of come and almost, and it was the same spot. I watched this several nights in a row. Um, it would come up out of the trees, um, from that kind of like wood line on the hillside. And it would almost like, it would come up and then it would kind of hang in one spot. And then it would kind of come up a little bit more. It never really like zigzagged or did any kind of crazy maneuvers or you know, at any kind of high rate of speed or anything. So I'm like, well, you know, maybe it's a satellite or something. I don't know. Right. Uh, but anyhow, I observed that for several nights. Um, 
and it kind of did intrigue me um, a little bit. Because uh, like I said, I can look up, you can look up the flight pattern of satellites. Uh, yep. So, and, I mean, I did this. <laughs> that, it wasn't a satellite flight pattern for us. So that kind of intrigued me even more. Um, so anyway, as I observed this thing, uh, pretty much all through the week, and then this was like, I'm pretty sure it was on a Friday. I wish my son would come on because he was with me and observed, you know, pretty close firsthand with, uh, when the stuff was going on. Um, but I observed this, and this was a Friday night. So, uh, you know, I was kind of just, this is getting pretty late. Everybody was kind of gone. My wife had usually sits out with me, my daughter. Uh, she was, you know, only like three years old at the time. So, you know, she was like, well, I'm going in it's bedtime. Uh, so I had been sitting out there for a while, actually by myself before, uh, my son actually had came out. So right. I'm sitting there, uh, and after, like I said, these, that same light I had observed all, all, all week, uh, long doing almost the exact same thing, same light, not, never changing hardly almost the same time every evening would come out of those trees. Wow. So, and I mean, that on itself was like very odd to me. Yeah, that's um, weird. I mean, my neighbors had noticed it. Uh, and I had took some photos that weren't fantastic. Right. Uh, because, I mean, it was off in the distance. Yeah. Uh, you know, with the cell phone, you can only do so well. I mean, yeah, no man. matter what quality, you know, I had Samsung Note 9, and it didn't even take that great of a photo quality of it. Yeah, it, it never turns out like we want it to, man. <laughs> Ever. No, it don't. I even had it on night mode trying to get because I had seen this thing so much. So I was actually trying to set my camera settings to get better footage of this thing. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so, and I had posted some pictures, I believe, of that on uh, it was on my Facebook. Um, so my neighbor, um, they came out the one night, uh, and you know was kind of. They started noticing. She came out in her yard. She also, you know, she had also seen that that uh, this was like Thursday night that she had came out and she's seen that light same thing as I did. And she's just like, "What is that?" And I, well, I have no idea. Uh, but anyways, the Friday night I was chilling out on my deck and uh, smoking a cigar, and it was probably around. Uh, it was probably honestly around I want to say eleven thirty, um, closer to midnight time. Uh, it was starting to kind of cool down the night air and stuff and like i said i have no trees around my area whatsoever so i've got a really good view well i was kind of just relaxed what the only reason why i noticed this thing um at first was because it came from behind me not in front of me and it was super super low oh wow and it was making, I don't want to say it wasn't making, it was an odd, I want to say like a really low humming buzzing kind of maybe you could just faintly hear. Yeah. Um, that's why it snuck up on me. I didn't, when I say snuck up on me, it just kind of felt like that's what it did because um, it reminded me, first off, this thing was like, it was pretty, it was pretty big. My house isn't huge, but I live, I'm a, a two-story, basically. Um, and this thing was, I want to say, at least as big as the top part of my house. Um, it was really? very large. 
Yes, I, wow. it, it was it was it was big, and it was very close. So, I would say, son, would you probably figure it was probably thirty five feet, forty five feet in the air from us above our roof of our house? See, because my deck comes off our house, and I mean it's I can I mean I'm short and I can reach up and grab my gutter, and then we've just got the peak on our house, and this thing was maybe I want to say fifteen feet. 20 at the most above the peak of our, I mean, this thing was like super, I could really make out really good detail. Uh, It took my breath away. Um, It actually, it scared, it kind of scared me. Uh, Yeah. My son was sitting next to me in uh, one of our camp chairs. Uh, Like I said, we were just chilling out there. Uh, I was kind of sitting away from him from the cigar smoke. And uh, I was blowing smoke rain. That's how I noticed this thing. I had my head <laughs> and I'm blowing smoke rings, and I just seen this kind of dark. Uh, it was weird because it wasn't really like because it was dark, but I could make this thing out completely. What it looked uh, like? This is crazy. It was a triangle. Okay. Like perfect triangle is the best way I can describe this thing. Um, not a ton of lights on this thing. Um, the one thing I remember, it had like one light that was red in color mm. in the middle of the bottom of this thing. I don't remember it like pulsing or strobing. Um, it was how it kind of... It was it was crazy because it was so big and it was so close to us. It, uh, I almost thought it was maybe some kind of aircraft that was. I mean, it scared me because I thought it was crashing because yeah. it was so low to the house. I mean, like it was just crazy how quiet it was and how this how this thing was so close to us and it's it's it snuck up on us. Um, so it kind of it kind of reminds you how it was moving, uh, of like how you see like the, I don't know if they do it anymore, but like when I was a kid, I used to see like those Goodyear blimps uh, would float, kind of you know through yeah. the air. Yeah. So this thing kind of almost was like what you'd see of something that was kind of just floating like that Goodyear blimp would look like, like moving kind of like one of those Goodyear blimps, like kind of in like just a weird motion, kind of like that. Like, I mean, it would turn a little bit. I, I do remember it kind of turning kind of at an angle coming over the roof of the house. Uh, and I think I remember this so well because it really, at first it really, really kind of scared me. Oh yeah, it'd have to. I mean, this thing was just like, it almost felt like if I had, let's say, a, a, a baseball or something in my hand, it felt like I could probably throw it and hit this thing. That's how close it kind of felt to me. Yeah. But made no basic noise other than like this weird hum buzz kind of sound. And it wasn't even, it's so hard to describe because I've never really heard that kind of sound um, with anything in, in, in my life. Uh, almost like in a, it would more mimic what I would say in like an electrical buzz. Okay, that's what I was trying to picture. Yeah, man. 
I mean, it's just hard. It's very hard. I mean, like I said, this thing didn't really have like a, a crazy amount of lights on it or anything. It just had that one red kind of light in the middle of it. And I'm thinking, well, this thing's way too big to be a drone because, I mean, we're talking like double wide trailer size. You know, I mean, right. the top part of my house is pretty big, you know. Um, so, you know, I mean, I like, it, it, it can't be a drone. Right. I mean, I can hear a drone. I mean, I, I do a lot of RC stuff and I've flown drones and I've done quadcopters. And I mean, you, you hear these things, uh, they emit noise. Um, so I was like, and it couldn't be that big, you know, either way. I mean, that'd be insane to have something that big oh, flying yeah. it like. So it kind of just drifted over us. And I don't know if it felt like a long time and I don't know if it was a long time. Um, it, it did just feel like it hung there for a while to me. And I was yelling, like it scares my daughter, that kind of stuff. So right. I was trying to get my wife to come outside. <laughs> uh, and she even thinks I'm kind of crazy for like sharing the experience and everything. But oh, no, I just, this is just really kind of like, it's been in the back of my mind. And I mean, I've talked to people about it. Uh, like I said, I'm not like some, you know, UFO off the charts down every rabbit hole UFO guy. Right. Um, you know, I mean, this thing definitely put me in more of a mindset of, well, there, there's something. Yeah. Uh, definitely for sure. Yeah. Uh, because I have friends that have been in the military, uh, sp particularly in, uh, the air force and stuff yeah. and um you know i i had some pictures which i had shared them to my facebook page uh, i didn't get real good i didn't get the pictures because i had my phone over on uh the other banister on the on the deck so i got um because this thing kind of once it kind of hung there for a while and this is going to sound even crazier okay uh, when it was kind of just hanging there and i want to say slowly turning just ever so slowly turning i swear for the life of me it looked like that it had like i don't know the symbols but would remind you of like roman numeral symbols on the bottom of this thing yeah like i said this thing was like super close to us um and and it really did seem like at least hung there what do you think son probably it probably hung over us for a good 45 seconds to a minute close to it Oh, my God. Yeah, probably like a minute or so, he said. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's like it definitely did not care, I guess. Right. Uh, that there, I'm assuming. Um, and like, and it, it kind of was – it when when I, when I got my phone, because I had to get up to get the phone. I was trying not to take my eyes off this thing. Uh, and I tried to get to my phone in the middle of all that and then trying to get my camera on. Uh, and again, like I said, I, I hadn't honestly had this phone for very long. Um, so I wasn't super great with it, uh, trying to get into my you know camera. So I did manage to get into my camera. And it's just like when I moved and started going after the phone, I noticed it, and it, it went not fast, but like a gradual just straight up. And we have one tree that's in the back. Yeah. And it kind of just, 
stopped a little bit above, maybe five foot above that one tree uh, that we have. And then just kind of, it didn't accelerate super fast. Um, it just kind of slowly started traveling forward uh, away from the house. Uh, I did get a couple pictures and I posted them to my Facebook and sent them to one of my buddies that, uh, you know, he was in, like I said, he did some time in the Air Force and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I, he, I, I, he kind of messed around with them to clear them up a little bit. He was like, well, when he was kind of on wherever he was on tour at a few times uh, on maneuvers and stuff, he had told me that he had run into these uh, that looked pretty much almost just like these triangle uh, crafts before. Yeah. Uh, when he was in the military and then, you know, they're like, he's like, I just don't talk about it because you don't talk about that stuff that much. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, cause I was beginning to think I was kind of crazy. And my son was like, Oh my gosh. Uh, you know, that was like a super, you know, I, I, it didn't, I don't think it bothered him as much probably honestly that bothered me at first. And, yeah. you know, I've never had any kind of experience with that kind of, anything like that in my life and i'm 40 years old so yeah. uh you know i mean this is like i don't know it just took me completely by you know out of you know i, I just I had no way of explaining it i tried to explain it to myself and come up with things yeah man and, uh, you know and I, the more i thought about it sitting back and you know because you know for days and days i'm just like man i don't understand what this thing could be well here's even a stranger thing the next day, uh, my father-in-law watches my babysit for my wife and I uh, through the week because we both work. Right. Uh, so they hit, for some reason, I think, if you guys came back out here to the house, right? Or was you outside and seen the helicopter? Or you were still out there? So they observed like a military-looking helicopter. Really? Kind of flying area here, and they had like the sides of the helicopter over uh, open, and like they could see people in both sides of the helicopter. Yeah, because I had shared this thing to my Facebook, and I'm like, oh crap, you know. <laughs> I mean, am I gonna get? Because <laughs> you know, I mean, you never know. I mean, I, strange I, things. Yeah, you're right. You don't. You don't know for sure. You know what I mean? You know, my wife was like, "Don't put that stuff on there." <laughs> But I just felt like it, it should be, you know, because I, I was trying to get a hold of because I was trying to get a hold of the direction it went. Uh, I mean, I know this whole area because I've lived here my whole life. And I'm like, I know when I, when I saw it going that direction, I'm like, I know this house, uh, it's going to be at soon. Because I could see this thing forever, that light through the sky, because it was super clear that night until it got open. So anyways, I'm on Facebook and my nephew, uh, who happened to be outside, he was, uh, he was mowing and it, it was like, I don't, he, he works, he works away. So when he comes in, he mows to like sometimes 1231 o'clock in the morning oh, wow. uh, because yeah, he only gets a couple of days with his family because he works so much. Yeah. So he was like, he gets a hold of me and he's like, oh man, I see it. It's out by the school. Uh, and he was like, this thing's freaking huge. He's like, my gosh, man. He said, I see it coming. And it was doing the same thing. It was like, uh, 
he said it was just the same kind of maneuvers, like a slow drift, and it came, there's a valley that's behind, uh, behind him, you got the school, and then you've got like a little wooded area and a valley, and then it's all open behind his property where he's cleared everything, and he's just like, I see it, man, he was like, this thing is, you know, he's like, it, to him, he thought it looked bigger, right, uh, I don't know, it, you know, he might, because there's lights at the school, so he might have got a better view with the light. Because he said this thing was like maybe, I think he said, I to recall, maybe 50 feet above the school. Oh, wow. So low. Yeah. It was crazy because it was like, and then it was weird because there was other people that I have friends with that was on Facebook that was like, well, we've seen it and we've seen it. And then a couple other people started posting. And I'm like, yeah, I started feeling better. Yeah, man. Uh, about I mean, because I'm thinking, man, I'm I'm going nuts or something. <laughs> uh, I don't know, because I've just never, like I said, this is something that's not really, you know, I'm not really into the kind of stuff, and I don't really, it just really took me by surprise. Yeah. Um, and but, I, I can get that. You know, it's it's outside of your wheelhouse, and now that it's in front of you, it kind of has to change your whole worldview. You know what I mean, man? Like It completely did. Yeah. Especially for a certain set amount of time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even still yet, when my son and I go somewhere, uh, he'll watch. He's all the time looking up. Oh, uh, you got to. Yeah. You do. You do. Uh, and my thing is, you know, I don't, if, you know, I know a lot of people just, you know, they don't like to talk about, like their experience and stuff because they feel like well this person's kind of crazy or whatever maybe you know me personally i don't care what people think about me that's just the kind of person i am (laughs) me too you know i mean i'm just like i know what i what i see with my eyes that and i know what i've seen that night yeah Uh, you know my son described it exactly when we you know we talk about it you know it was his is exactly the same as what you know what i seen there was no difference in shape or anything distorted and you know he was just like it was this semi kind of metallic black but not like so black to where you couldn't see it against the sky because you could still make this thing out as being a triangle and then i do have street lights here right uh, that are pretty high up on pole so that probably did kind of help you know with aiding and being able to see it yeah. a little better but then like i said my nephew was like man he was like because his and his wife uh she's she's kind of into alien stuff and everything or whatever um right you know so she she came out and then she's like oh oh my gosh you know it's like because then she started and she never messages me or talks to me <laughs> so, <laughs> like message me asking me what i you know what i see so yeah, like this is, you know, we've seen everybody that actually that night, we all had matching descriptions of what this thing actually, you know, physically looked like. That's so much better, too. That's so much better having other witnesses. Man, it is. It oh. is. It's, it's, it's just really, it really, I was trying to get a hold of my father-in-law. I'm like, you got to get outside. You got to get outside. Yeah, no doubt. Because ever since he's seen those lights, um, he's all the time. Uh, he's probably outside right now. <laughs> well, we had a a little bit of case, maybe not, but uh, yeah, he's always out there. 
And then he'll like call out and be like, Hey, did you see these lights out here? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm like, no, cause I'm, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, smoke cigars or pipes or anything anymore. Uh, cause I got, I, I was put down with COVID pretty bad uh, about, and it's probably been almost a year now. And, uh, I've just got my breathing, my breathing and everything kind of back on track. So I'm trying not to, to do anything to put hey. me back in a bad spot with. Right there with, right there with you, bro. After, you know, in January, I laid down the cigarettes three days later, four days later, whatever. I started feeling sick. It was COVID with pneumonia. I haven't yep. picked them back up since. I, I still can't hardly breathe, man. That was. No, I'm four, the same four, way. Four months ago. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, but you know, I'm thankful the good Lord kept me around. So weren't that much. So uh but so this was two years ago. Uh and the second time that my my son and I were together again, uh my mother was going through some pretty bad uh health stuff yeah and uh couldn't be alone by uh by herself so uh we were all kind of taking turns staying with her at, at night and everything so um i can't even remember exactly what came up but i mean this is this it was kind of i'm trying to, this this was around this was actually this was around christmas before a little before christmas time okay of this year uh well of last year i'm sorry christmas time of last year so and this one was this one probably creeped me out personally a little more than my first experience and and i I don't know why it did it just it kind of gave me like a real uneasy kind of feeling when this one happened so my mom lives uh, I call it the farm, uh, you know, because it's out in, you know, middle of nowhere, BFE, uh, right. you know, out in the woods. Uh, so my brother, he's staying with her. He's there. Uh, and he's a city, city, more of a city guy. He, he lives in Williamstown. So I can't even remember why we were going up there, but we were taking something to my mother uh, that she needed, that I had. So this was probably, I'm guessing, sometime around. It was dark because it gets dark early in the winter here. So, you know, I mean, I'm guessing maybe, I'm guessing probably like 8.30-ish, maybe not around 9 o'clock when we're driving. I call it out the ridge because you're basically just driving out out the ridge uh, to get to her house. So we make the turn off the main, about 16, onto her road. And uh, she's only about two and a half miles down that back road uh, where she lives. And I'm in my Jeep, and uh, we're kind of just enjoying the night, just talking and everything with my son. And I can't remember if I noticed it first or he noticed it. Which one of us noticed? You said the light. See, there's a cell phone tower back up off on a on top of a in in a field off kind of on its own with the station and a chain link fence down below it that we kind of ride uh atvs and go jeeping out that way a lot of times 
So I kind I knew exactly what I thought. Well, what I thought it was was that cell phone tower there. So he's seen the lights, and I'm just like, that's the cell phone tower light, because they do have a red light on that cell phone tower. So <laughs> we get a little closer, and there's a kind of a it, the road wise, and you can go out to where the cell phone tower actually is or you can just keep going straight to my mom's house and that tower that the cell phone tower you can start making out when you kind of get at that midpoint with that wire that road's at and i'm looking and i'm like i don't think that's the cell phone tower because the cell phone tower is the other way right so i kind of was like what what is well in the middle of doing that i noticed there was a couple other colored lights kind of came on really and i'm like okay this is not the cell phone tower because the cell phone tower is like a half a mile the other way. So we're kind of going, I, I, I'm trying to drive and keep my eye on it too. And like I said, it's a really rural back road. Um, and it wasn't real foggy at that point in time. Uh, it was really, really freaking cold. I remember that. Right. Uh, I do remember that. And there is a, what, there's a dance studio when you start getting closer to where these lights were in the field, okay, there's a dance studio that's kind of just up this little gravel road, and it's a pretty nice little brick building dance studio kind of. It's really odd. It's built back up into the wooded area. And then you kind of got, like, the my, my mom's neighbor that has cattle. Uh, and I don't know if maybe this might be kind of connected to maybe some of that stuff or not. I don't know. I've never talk to him about it and I've, I've always wanted to but i don't want him to be like oh you're you know crazy i just wanted i just wondered because i do know he had taken the cattle from that field and moved them huh. down to another field okay but anyways that cell phone tower is back up in the keep that in mind it's back up in the distance about at least from that field if you was to walk it i'm going to say close to half a mile okay, okay? And it's all out. It's an open area. So I'm driving, almost trying to keep myself out of the ditch, uh, keeping my eyes on this thing, because as we get there, it looks big or like big. I mean, it. I just noticed this is like, you know, this is like pretty good size, right. whatever it is. And it's kind of not on the ground, but really like it because that field kind of has a uh, a. a, a hill on it like a knoll but it's like flattened up there above the neighbor's house back up in between that dance studio and the house and I'm just like it I don't know if it was sitting in the field or it was hovering or whatever it was doing but it was just lights and it, it looked like to me the lights were in motion um just I kind of maybe a circle really? almost seemed to me. I mean, it was really hard to tell. It, it gets it gets even stranger. Um, so I like grab down low a couple gears and I like floor it and we take off in the Jeep for this thing. I was going to drive into the field. Yes. Because I, I know him and I, I didn't know maybe there was something up there or somebody or something, because like I said, he, he has, you know, he feeds his cattle, he has 
I mean, you know, he has quite a bit of money in his cattle stuff, and there's no fence right there. Right. Uh, so, I mean, somebody could have easily, I thought, man, kind of popped in my mind. I'm like, well, what if somebody's up there uh, messing around with the stuff or, yeah. you know, I don't know. So I'm like, I'm going to drive into the field. So I hit the light bars on the Jeep. And I was like, I'm just going to like bail into this field off the road. And I just was like going down. And all of a sudden, this thing just kind of like shoots up. Oh. Like, I mean, it just like straight up in there, like super fast. And then it just like, stopped like just kind of hanging there mm. and i'm like well that's not somebody you know with flashlights or um because i know some guys go out and they have those uh i don't even know anything about coyote season or anything but you know i know guys use i think maybe there's red the red oh, lights yeah. yeah for sure you know to hunt with so i mean i and, and i do know there's a big coyote problem in right. that area so and i and he's had trouble uh with the coyote and the cattle and all that before uh so i thought maybe just a possibility i mean it was red lights but there was also some green lights and stuff too mm. but i thought well just maybe by chance that might be something that you know i don't know they're you know trying to track down a coyote or something that's uh, but anyways that thing takes off and it goes up in the air so uh and it just hangs there so we kind of stop and i'm like right at the entrance of that field so then this thing kind of slowly just starts going towards at a, from where it was at would be like a left angle towards my sister because my sister is about a hundred well 75 yards from my mom's place and then the neighbor with the cattle when the field where this was at is a probably I'm going to say 250 yards from her place okay so that and she's on the opposite side of the road so this thing kind of you can see it going through you know there's no foliage because it's winter i can see the lights right above the trees it's just like skimming above everything wow i told my son i'm like i'm gonna we're, we're gonna i'm gonna chase this thing down as yeah. far as i can go so we take off and i floored again and I can literally see it right back up behind my sister's place. She parks her car down below and her, and her uh, place is up on the hill. And then she's got a parking down here below, like a small driveway. And there's a little path we kind of go in the woods in the corner where our property is at when, when we hunt and everything. We kind of have a spot there. It's more of a game trail. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we do travel down that sometimes. And then uh, when, when we're going around, our like tree stands and stuff up for uh, deer season so that's right in the vicinity where it's at like you got her cars parked there and then you guys can just it's just right at the corner of her like her place her her house and then right at that wood line uh like covering both it's pretty big because it's covering a pretty big and i mean it's a little higher than what it was when it was skimming the trees before but it's not super high right and it's doing strange things what I would think, because if it was trying to, you know, I noticed every time I tried to speed up to catch it, it seemed like it would try to speed up to where it wasn't, like, we weren't going to be able to view it. That's yeah. how it feels. Man. So, this thing, I assumed we get up to my sister's place, which is, like I said, my is right up my mom's, is almost a yard, of, you know, 75 yards up the road. And it kind of just goes. 
And I hurried up, pulled in my mom's place. And we're freaking out, my son and I. I, I barely got the Jeep. Uh, the, I shut the Jeep off, and it was in gear. It's a stick. I didn't get my door shut. I jumped out. <laughs> and because my brother had been outside. He's a big smoker, and he had been outside. He was outside smoking. Yeah. And I'm like, man, do you not see this? And he's just like, I see, I seen something. And he said, the weird thing is, he's like, I've been kind of seeing it on and off, like for hours. What? Yeah. And wow. he doesn't even tell me about it, you know. Uh, and he's a great big skeptic type, like guy, like. He's very, very, like, almost he don't want to believe something when he sees it with his own eyes. He's that type of person. Yeah. So we're there. I took the stuff. My brother takes it in the house. Well, my son and I walk down. Uh, my mom's, it's, a, it's also got a full basement under it. And there was some stuff down in the basement. I was going to go down and get uh, some uh, stuff for my Jeep that I had stored down there while I was there. I was just going to get it, bring it back. And I was, we were walking down through there. My brother comes back out to smoke another cigarette. And my son and I look, and you can see this. It's, I want to say there's a big valley. Uh, there's, a, there's a hunting club that borders our property, and there's a great big, huge valley. And they call it Spring Fork. Okay. This area and there's literally a road called Mill Ridge Road, and it, it, it almost, you know, it's an optical illusion, I guess you could say, but where we're at, because we're still, once again, my mom's house is pretty much up on the hill, so you can do this whole open area in this valley to the Mill Ridge uh, Hunting Club, the, the lease road, the, the road that they go in and out, and there's, you know, the tree line, so we're like, my son's like, I see it. He's like, it's in the trees. Wow. And I'm like, what? So I'm looking, looking, looking. I don't see it. And we're there probably a good, it felt like probably at least five, five minutes went by. And I was like, all of a sudden I see these lights. This thing ain't moving. It's not moving at all. It's just hanging there. And it almost looks like it dips down into the trees and then it comes back up out of the trees. And then I mean, I don't know. It was super, super strange. Uh, and then it kind of travels the ridge line through those, like, not, I don't want to say, it, I think it was just in, that made it look like it was traveling through the trees. I'd say they were in an open spot behind them. Yeah. You could see those lights. Man. And they would, you would see, like, green, red, green, red, green, red, green. That's basically all the lights you see. Well, then all of a sudden, all I start seeing is red lights. And it's just like strobing red lights. Oh, personally, to me, it looked like it was spinning. To me. Yep. You know, my son said he doesn't think so. He thinks it was just the lights going in like a sequence around it. But it reminded me of something slowly, slowly, slowly spinning. Um, and I mean, this really, this sighting kind of, for some reason, just made me feel uneasy when this happened versus the even closer one that I had when we were on our deck. Yeah. For some reason, this one really bothered me. Uh, well, I, I actually can, had trouble kind of sleeping. Uh, I, for some I, reason. I can understand why. 
I mean, there's you, you got a lot more going on, man. You're it's close to your mom's house and your sister's house for one. You know, right. and, and my mom's elderly lives alone. Yeah, and, and this thing, I mean, it's interacting with you. You know, so it's yeah. like it's intelligent. Like you're giving chase. You know, which I love. Right. I think that's like the most awesome thing ever. Like you're going after this thing and it it sees you, you know, it and it is responding to you. That's scary, man. It, 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 that's what kind of took me because, see, it's obvious because when we come up on this thing, from the angle we come up on it to begin with in the field, you couldn't, I don't, I don't think, because it was low and you've got kind of like these, you got a lot of woods and you've got kind of like the rolling, I don't know what you, uh, just like, like rolling hills yeah. uh, in the area. So I don't think it, there's not a lot of traffic out there. Yeah. Uh, when I, and I, when I say that, I mean, there's hardly, especially at like this time of night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's hardly any traffic there whatsoever. Man. So I, you know, I think we kind of almost, I almost felt like we kind of surprised, Yeah. you know, rolling up on it there. Yeah. So, but anyways, this thing's back in the tree line, and I want to say the distance. I'm just gonna, I don't, I, I, I'm not real good at this kind of thing. Uh, I'm just gonna throw out there a mile and a half distance in in that tree line from that from basically our ridge top to that ridge top. I'm just gonna say a mile and a half. Okay. Maybe, but this thing you can see like perfect. The lights, I mean, it almost seemed like it was trying to hide itself for some reason because it would go kind of low. But anyways, in the middle of all this, my brother, like I said, he's a big, um, like I said, he's, a, he's very skeptical on a lot of things. Right. Uh, well, pretty much anything. <laughs> uh, even if he can walk over and pick it up, you know, he still wants to deny things. Right. He comes out and he's just like, you know, what the hell is that thing? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, he, I think it kind of shook him up a little bit because he had been seeing it on and off uh, while he was out there. And he kept saying, he kept getting this low frequency buzzing, humming sound. There you go. And he has, he has some hearing stuff anyways, stuff bothers him. And he was like, it almost kind of felt like he, it kind of was like giving him a mild headache. Um, and when, when, you know, and like I said, he's, but he never, you know, he never alluded to any of this stuff was going on in the process of us traveling there uh, or anything like that. And then we watched this thing. I don't know. Uh, I want to say 10, maybe closer to 15, somewhere between 10 to 15 minutes. And, you know, and it just, to me, I mean, it seemed like it wasn't really moving correctly. It almost seemed like it wasn't balanced, how it would move. Yeah. Uh, And to estimate, like, my brother, he's really, really good at, like, estimating sizes of things with, like, backgrounds because he's a huge math guy. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, he's a big bow hunter. And like distances and stuff like that, he's he's usually like spot on. Like I mean, right. he can call it spot on almost every time. And he was like, he's like, man, that thing has to be like at least a half a mile, a half a mile across. 
Oh my uh, god! From the, yeah, it's huge. Uh, that's I mean, and that's just from what we were going from the lights. Yeah. yeah. Even if it was stationary and the lights were going, you know, it would still from the from the light light point from what he could estimate. He's like, man, that thing has to be. A, he's like, it's got. It's, it's got to be at least close to half a mile size. Oh my gosh, man! That yeah. Okay. It, it, I mean, it looked huge. It really did. Uh, he, yeah. like I said, I didn't think it was that big, but he's very good at estimating. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, because he, he's one of them guys who can look at the background of something of like a size of a tree and crazy stuff and just be like, well, this thing was that. You know, he's real good at that kind of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, take his word for it then, man, you know. I did. You know, I'm like, well, that's, you know, he, you're probably right. Well, it, it gets even, it gets even kind of weirder. Okay. Well, before before you do that, I just want to give you a heads up. Hopefully, nothing happens, but I hear thunder rolling outside, and my internet sucks. So if we get cut off, I'll try to get back a hold of you. But go ahead with your story, man. I, I just wanted to let you know in case something goes black. It's just I got you, you know, you know, Southern West Virginia, man. <laughs> I know. I just we just went through it a little bit ago, right before I got got on here with you, and our power and everything was flickering. So. Yeah, but it's popping and cracking right now outside. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and uh, so. Like I said, close to anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes went by. And then we kind of seen, they kind of trailed off. The lights kind of trailed off to where we couldn't see them anymore. Not fast, just yeah. kind of slow. Well, I was getting ready to go home. So I told my brother, I said, my son's like, where do you think it went? And I'm like, well, I'm in the Jeep. I'm going to go down to Spring Fork. Uh, and it's, a, it's pretty, and I was like, I'm not worried. You know, in the Jeep pretty much. And I'm close enough. I can get myself out of pretty much any situation. I can call my brother. I'm like, you know, I'm going to head down the, and I mean, this is back, back secluded road. Uh, so I was rolling down through there, you know, we're looking and we're looking. Well, he caught, my son caught the, the lights kind of at the top of the ridge. Uh, and this is the hunting club property uh, over here on this side. So it didn't go real far right. um, before it stopped again, just kind of out of view for us, I guess you could say. Yeah. But there was no way for me uh, to get over there, you know, uh, from where, I mean, I could, I could have, but I don't have keys to the gates because right. I could, you know, and that'd be trespassing. So right. I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> so I just, we kind of sat there and then the lights kind of went off in the distance. Um, so I just told my son, I was like, we'll go ahead and drive around all the way around the ridge and maybe we'll run into it so you know we're driving kind of slow we didn't get home that night so like it was pretty late uh considering it's like maybe a 12 mile drive i think it took me like an hour to make it because we we're looking you know and stopping <laughs> and stuff yeah but... I, mean, I really wanted to get pictures of this thing. yeah no doubt uh, is what my whole deal was i just really wanted to get pictures of it and uh so we come home and uh it's probably I want to say maybe I, I, I used to, I'm a person I can stay up. Uh, I, I used to be up real late all the time. I, I used to, be able to stay up two or three o'clock in the morning, get up and go to work, work 12, 14 hour days, come back. Dude. I mean, since I've been sick, I can't do that stuff anymore, but I, I used to really be up late, man. Uh, and then, like I said, you know, my brother, he was in, he was in staying with my mom on vacation. So it was probably, I want to say, I'm just going to say probably closer to midnight, maybe a little later, and I get a message from my brother. And he's like, dude, this thing's back. And I'm like, what What do you mean? He's like, get this thing back out of here. 
and he was like kind of freaked out. Yeah, man. And he's like, it keeps flying around the cell phone tower. He's like, it's not. It. He's like, it's back at. He's like, yeah, I've seen it. He's like, and I'm getting that weird buzz hum uh, outside. Like I said, he smokes a lot, so he was back outside smoking. Why he was out there? Yeah. Uh, and he's just like this thing. He's like, dude, it's huge. Uh, he was like, I can see it, and it's just hanging by the cell phone tower. And I'm like, well, get our other brother, because he lives down the road the other way. Uh, we're kind of a pretty close family. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm the only one that don't live in that area. And then my one brother, like I said, he lives in Williamstown. But he's always here every weekend. Right. Uh, so he tried to get a hold of him, and uh, he was still at work. Uh because he, he does over-the-road truck repairs and stuff. So he's, he's who knows when he ever gets home. So I was like, well, you want me to come back out? I'll come back out. So I'd like to get this thing. So he starts taking some pictures of it with his phone. And uh, he was like, it was really weird because it kind of came back close closer to the house, to my mom's house. And he had some decent photos of it. And you can kind of make out a little bit of, like, once again, it's dark, you know. Yeah. And at this point in time, it was really late, and it was kind of getting foggy a little bit and stuff, you know, in the wintertime. Uh, you know, I mean, and it's, you know, a crappy night. You don't see real great after a certain time, no matter what. Right. Uh, so they weren't real good photos. He sent them to me and stuff. And uh, But he was like, dude, this thing, he kept going out. I don't think he slept most of the night. Uh, and he kept going out and was like, man, this thing's been out here for, uh, like, all night. He was like, it just keeps going and coming back. And then he was like, it's going the same pattern over and over again. And then he, then, you know, sometimes, you know, long towards morning, I guess, he, you know, obviously it, it, it left and, you know, we've never, uh, that we know of, we've never uh, seen it or anything like that again. Then, but right. I just thought that was really weird that it actually came back. That is weird. Uh, I mean, that was, you know what I mean? People always tell me, well, it was a drone. It was a drone. Well, if it was, a drone, it was the size of a double wide trailer. Right. You know, I mean, it's hard for me, and it made no noise. Like, this thing, it was the same as what, you know, I can't tell you the shape of the second one. Uh, I want to say it was round. Right. That's just what I want to say. Uh, my son seems to think, he was like, no, nah, I don't think it's round. He said, I think it's like a cigar. Okay. Shape. Yeah. And we kind of argued. I'm like, no, it was round. I'm like, <laughs> so we're kind of like, you know what I mean? I, and he, he's, you know, he, he got a, a better view at it than, because I mean, I, I was driving. Right. Uh, trying to watch it and drive at the same time. If you're looking for the pack that will help you survive the worst day of your life, or a pack to use for your everyday carry that you'd never have to worry about failing, if you're looking for the perfect bug out bag, the perfect bushcraft pack uh, for camping, hiking, whatever your needs, go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check it out. All products are 100% made in America. You can use promo code BUMP22 and save 10% site-wide. All right, that's BUMP, B-U-M-P, 22 to save 10% site-wide. This is a veteran-owned business. Like I said, every component of every product made in America, the buckles, the zippers, the straps, American made. Um, there's never been a more important time than now 
to bring it home. You know what I mean? So go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Best products on the market. I've got videos on YouTube about it if you want to see it. Um, Or just go to the website. Check it out. SquatchSurvivalGear.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But I don't know that that's that's my two experiences. Uh, that was you know, phenomenal. Never, yeah, I mean, they, they both of them. I gotta say, not that I wanted to have them, right? Uh, by any means, but uh, and I'm glad. I kind of, I, I kind of glad at least. Like, I mean, I was with my son when I experienced them because yeah, man. You know, he does watch a lot of like paranormal shows and stuff. He's into that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. I, I, I really, like I said, I, I don't watch, uh, I'm not really, I never had like any kind of ghost stuff or, uh, you know, I'm not one of these people, um, you know, I've never like ran into Bigfoot or had these experiences with any, I wish I did, yeah. but I truly, alertly with all my whole being that I do 100% believe that, you know, that is definitely a real species. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, no doubt. You know, I would love to that have been my experience instead of these weird and I'm not saying that they were alien. I'm not saying that they were, you know, any little green men or anything. I'm just saying a hundred percent of what I think they definitely were not like ours. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, that's um, a good way to say it, man. You know, I just I just personally can't see I know people say stuff like the government has technology and all but it's just hard for me to believe that uh, it's just really hard for me to believe that this was like a, a, a you know a military plane or something you know yeah. it's just I can't I can't see how they could be uh, well, that's just me I do have a couple of questions man um, yeah. and literally just a couple of questions because that was so detailed. Like you're, I'm writing stuff down, and as I write it down, you're answering it. You know, I was like, "Were you scared?" And you're like, "I was scared." And then I was like, "What size was it?" And you're like, "It was this size." And you know, I'm like, "So, you you answer my questions." That this is like the perfect, inner, you know, because conversation about it. But right, uh, just a couple of questions. One, did you experience any kind of lost time or anything? Did you or any of your family members or your neighbors feel like? Uh, because hopefully not, you know, you know what I mean? But. I don't think so. I mean, it did seem like we, the first one, when it was over, over us, over the house, 
uh, everything seemed, um, it did kind of seem like it was almost, I want to say like maybe, and I don't know if it's from the way the craft was moving. Right. But kind of slow motion. Yeah. Feeling at first. Uh, but I don't recollect, and I don't think so because my wife managed to get outside okay. on the first one and catch the back end of this thing. Yeah. Uh, and when I said it only had the red light, that's all I could see when it was over. But I did catch like a bluish white light when it was traveling further out. Wow. Okay. Uh, and that, I mean, and it could have just been my camera. I don't remember seeing that light right. on it, but when I took the picture, that's what yeah. showed up. Yeah. Uh, so I don't remember seeing that bluish white light, but that's what showed up in the pictures. Yeah. I will see if I can go back through my history. I, one of the photos you can kind of make out the triangle a little bit. Right. Uh, so I can see if I can send them to you. I'd love that. I would love that if you could send pictures. Yes. I mean, I'll see what and then I've got a bunch of those photos uh, of the light that was coming out of the trees. Yes. Now here's the even stranger thing. Well, to me, we no longer see those lights that come out anymore. Well, there goes um, the next question. <laughs> I mean, it really, we sat out here forever, man. Uh, you know, right after that happened, we still had the, for a while, we had the lights coming out of the tree line, you know, for a short period of time. Yeah. Uh, and, but then it was just like, snap your fingers, no more, you know, no more of anything. Uh, so, and I'll tell you what's another thing that's weird. Yeah. I have a blue trailer, and this dog is like, I don't know how to put this, like she's very astute. Right. <laughs> uh, anything at all that's moving whatsoever, or she sensed there, she's not mean or anything, but she's, you know, very like the best guard dog I've had in 40 years i've been a kid right uh she is right on it um and she did not come out make a peep or anything when this thing was hanging around mm. you couldn't drug her out yeah so i found that really odd especially when we're all out there on yeah. the deck that is odd uh you know i just thought that was very uh, an odd thing also you know i don't know why it was, you know kind of just popped in my mind a little bit um but you know i always i, I tried to, and i remember sitting and like i'm gonna remember this stuff because it was i didn't have to try too hard to remember it especially the second one right. the second one gave me a super uneasy feeling i'm not gonna I'm not gonna kid about that um, right. for some reason I had a real i don't know i even had trouble sleeping after the second one for several nights Man. Um, I don't know why, because the first one, you know, literally, I could have threw a rocket, seemed like, and hit it, you know. Right. Uh, but the, oh, the second one, man, it just—I don't know why. Maybe, like you said, because of my mom and she was there by herself. Uh, I don't know. That one hit me harder. Uh, well, it was personal when you had this relationship. Like it's, it's that's what I can't get over, man. It's so wild. It's responding to you. It's like right. it was avoiding you. So it's watching you watch it. Yeah, 
It did. Got, I mean, it was too when we disturbing. took off. It was like, boom, it's gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not like super fast, but it moved out of the way, you know, to where I couldn't get a good, well, it was trying to move out of the way. Yeah. I just got lucky enough that, like, the direction it went, I guess, maybe, I guess you could say I was lucky, but, um, yeah, I mean, my son, I'm not, he loved it because, like I said, he's into this stuff. I, I wish he would have come on here because, I mean, yeah, man. Uh, he, he'd have, he'd have, I, I thought he'd be, you know, really, because like I said, he talked about this. Uh, and then for months, it was uh, sit, wanting to sit outside and, and watch the sky. Uh, maybe the reason why I haven't seen anything again for a while is because I don't sit out there like right. I used to. You know, yeah. sometimes three or four hours would go by smoking one of those cigars because I would take a break in between, come in and get something to drink, go back out, enjoy what was left. So sometimes I'd be... There would be times on Fridays I would go out there and sit on the deck until two or three in the morning. Yeah. Uh, just because I was one of the, I'm one of these people, uh, you know, I work night crews and stuff, a lot of jobs, and that messes up your sleeping patterns. I think oh, yeah, you're good So, I mean, I think that's why I have trouble sleeping at night still, still, still now. I mean, now I don't. Uh, COVID took it out of me. I come <laughs> home when I'm done. <laughs> I don't have any energy. So, I feel that, man. I feel that. <laughs> I don't even feel like the same person anymore. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I, I told my wife, I said, I think I aged 10 years in like five yeah. days, man. Yeah. yeah. I, down. I don't understand, but, you know, I'm slowly starting to get back into it. Now the weather's getting better. You know, yeah. I'll probably be, you know, I've got a nice little propane fire pit. I'm going to sit out on the deck a little more. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm looking to see these things, but I'd like to have. Yeah more answers for stuff yeah man uh, well i got i got uh i got a question because this was not long ago you know this one at christmas time and no it wasn't long ago, no. what what's and i don't mean to creep you out okay so I, I hope it don't but it was it's in this one area right and it's low to the ground and then it, mm -hmm. it you pursue it moves away you leave it comes back was it dropping off or picking up or looking for anything in particular, you think? I thought maybe, I mean, later, like the next day, I started kind of just going everything stuff in my mind. Yeah. And thinking, like, I mean, I have seen like a few, uh, like, shows with my son about, like, these, like, cattle mutilation stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've never asked my neighbor. I mean, I'm assuming if, I mean, if he had something like that happen, he would, you know, probably have told somebody about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if maybe it could have been something like that. You know, I do know, he, I do know he, for some reason he had moved his cattle from there right. and moved them down at another lot that he never uses. And I probably ought to ask him just because I know he has game uh, cams everywhere. Oh, sweet. Yeah. He's a tracker also. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I've never, he's kind of a, he's a nice guy and everything, but he's just a little odd approachable person. Right. I don't know how, I mean, cause he's a really nice guy. He's just, I don't. I get it. And it's a weird topic too, you know? You know what I mean? Yeah. He's that. He's that's what he did for a living. He's a retired 
he was the chief of police in New York City for like thirty, you know, forever. Right. Uh, well, somewhere in New York City, and uh, he's like that kind of guy. You know, I don't know how they. <laughs> he might be like he's crazy. I mean, you know, right. that's why I've never. Or he might be the total opposite and be like, heck yeah, I've seen, you know, I don't know. Yeah. He um, might be like, I'm glad you asked. Look at my garage. I got one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he, he is kind of an oddball guy with, uh, so, I mean, <laughs> but his cameras, he, he does have, he has games and he doesn't even hunt anymore, but I know he keeps up with the game cameras and, uh, you know, all this stuff and everything because he's a big animal guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, a lot of the cattle that he gets turns into, it's funny because we always joke around, he turns them into pets. I mean, we always say they're pets. And he doesn't do anything with them. He just keeps them forever. For real? Uh, it's really. <laughs> but uh, I need to ask him because uh, this, that, that, but like I said, that account still, uh, it, one of them things, the second one, just, it's like the hair on the back of your neck. Um, it just, you have kind of, I don't know. When you know a situation, I don't know, like, a, like it feels like, well, this shouldn't be. It just gave me like a really bad, not, I mean, I guess I was scared. Yeah, man. To a point, but I think it was, and it's hard, I'm trying to find a word to explain it because it wasn't that I was just scared. Uh, it just gave me a real uneasiness the yeah. second time for some reason. Yeah. And it like weighed on me. Like I thought about the second one way more for right. some reason. First. You know, and I find that very odd. <laughs> I keep trying to put myself in your shoes, and a million reasons come up to be, you know, uncomfortable about it. Like, yeah, you were the pursuer, but it still had control. You yeah. know what I mean? And that would be uneasy for me if I'm after something, and I'm like, I hope it don't turn around and come after me. You know what I mean? It's my wife she said you're crazy you're chasing this thing yeah man it's like chasing a bear with a knife you hope it don't turn around but you feel cool for a minute you know what i mean yeah oh and i was like you know my son's like we're you know he's like i he's like i don't know if this is a good idea either i'm like we're gonna chase this thing down i want to know what it is that was a great idea man it's the same way i'm sure if i came across uh you know babies or something i'm sure i would probably i'm not afraid to say as long as it wasn't super crazy aggressive i'm sure i would probably pursue it i really would that's oh yeah kind of how i am i like to poke the bear with the stick i guess the proverbial bear with the stick yep um that's just how i kind of am with everything i mean i get it man i am too you know i've already committed myself to if i see one i will i will go after it if i have to die with a handful of hair in my hand I'm going to yeah. have something. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's how, I mean, I'm not running from it. I mean, no. you know, I know I've heard of accounts. Of the, it's, it's not my experience, um, but my, actually my sister and my brother, and this was on my mom's property. Now, I was a kid, uh, probably... I want to say maybe 10 ish. Um, I'll just, just real quick before we get off here. Yeah, man. Uh, I know you do the Bigfoot stuff. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not saying it's a Bigfoot. Uh, so, where am I? I was telling you where that UFO was above my sister's place. Uh, my, my dad, because uh, we had a pretty big family, I had 
you know, two older brothers and two older sisters. Uh, to keep the boys and the girls separated, he bought a little cheap trailer. Yeah. And put, like I said, it's about 75 yards down from my mom's house, uh, kind of over on the flat. Uh, right, almost again, like I told you, it's the game trail, the little woods right there. Um, and there's a big window in the side of the trailer that faces the wood line. Well, almost right into the woods, truthfully. Um, so I was a kid, and I'm not going to lie, but hearing the story, I kind of tried to block it out a lot of times. My sister told it so many times, you just couldn't. It was one of them things. Right. So my sisters had been living there. And uh, we had been, what my dad was saying, well, what he was saying it was, was a panther or something along that line would be squalling a lot of, and, and, and where the neighbor has the cattle, there's a great big giant pond back there. So there's, you know, fresh water and stuff. Yeah. Um, and stocked with fish. Uh, you can't go back there and fish and everything. So that's back in that general area we were hearing these noises. And my dad, he retired, hell of a man. Uh, worked, retired, worked, retired a second time back pretty much. Right. Uh, so he was gone a lot late in the evenings when I was younger. And it was just me and my, my, or my mom and I. And then, like I said, my two sisters lived in the trailer down from there and then we had my brothers live but they were older so they were never home they were out doing whatever right i was there with my mom uh so anyhow this was one night i remember my mom was outside i was uh in the house uh, i was a big video gamer i was just gaming away and mom come running in and she's like i hear a baby outside crying oh and i'm like uh i mean we're talking like, you know, there's no, there's not, there's nothing around here. Right. Nobody lives, nobody lives, there's nobody lives close enough to hear baby crying though. Especially right. at this point. There was way less people lived out there then than what there is now. And I'm like, mom, that's, uh, you know, kind of impossible. Um, so we go, we got a kind of a decent size, like two and a half stall garage is kind of out away from it in the field because my parents owned like close to 40 acres of property there right and uh so you know i said i was a kid mom was scared she wanted to go out she's like i hear it's a baby it's a baby it's a baby and i'm like mom there's just no way there's a baby out there crawling around in in the field right and she got kind of mad and she's like well i'm gonna go outside and i just I vividly remember we had these old school, dad bought these old school, uh, they were like these, had them square spring top batteries, just two <laughs> of them. Yeah, man. So they, it was pretty bright back in the day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. And dad had like two of these things. And like I said, he drove uh, like a hundred and some miles uh, together, like 50 some miles one way, 50 some miles back, back from work. He always kept these things. They kept one in his car and he kept one at the house for mom. So mom grabs this light and goes out there. And I didn't hear the baby crying or anything. So the front door is open on the house. And of course we have a we have a light uh, that's on the on that garage that I told you that's out kind of away from the house a little bit. And then you got the field behind it. It's always dark back in behind there. So my mom goes out 
he's outside for a while. And then I, I heard, because uh, I was kind of like right by the door sitting in my game chair. And then, like I said, she had propped the screen door open uh, to the house and the main doors open. So I can just like right outside. Like, I mean, I can almost reach out and touch the, you know, outside of, outside of the house. And I heard like it sounded like a really like crazy loud woman mixture between a woman screaming and like what you would like a wild cat ish kind of sound yeah and i mean my mom man she came back in grabbed the door didn't i mean i vividly remember this trying to get the door shut and she had the door shock work on the screen door pulling and pulling and pulling i was like mom you're gonna i'm you know gonna break the door <sighs> so we got that shut she locked the house up she was scared to death all night and then dad came home and uh, dad's like, well, it was probably a, you know, panther out there or whatever and stuff. And dad's like, well, I'm not stomping around out there at night. I'm looking around. <laughs> it looks like I heard a baby. And dad's like, there is no baby out there, you know? Yeah. Uh, but the following night, uh, my sisters were home. Uh, it was just me, my mom, and my dad. And I remember my sister come running across from the trailer the yard and it's almost a flat i mean she was a dead run as fast as she could couldn't get in the couldn't get in the even concentrate to get the door open for our house and was like there's a really big tall guy with a ton of hair and he's looking in the window at me. she was brushing her hair uh and i'm just it's hard for me to explain. I should have explained my sister before I went, because my sister is like, I don't know. She's, it's hard to explain. She's, she's not like, she's borderline, like, she believes a lot of things. Right. It's way for me to put that. She, she is a quick person to go down a rabbit hole. Okay. Of course, you got to remember, this is a long time ago. Uh, you know, this is like early 90s. When this stuff's going on, you know, because right. I was born in 81. So this is like probably like 92, 93 ish, somewhere around there. I'm assuming mm-hmm. uh, around that time. Uh, and but she says, you know, this thing's like standing. That window is probably a good, uh, I would say, 10 feet to the middle of that window in that trailer because the trailer's up off the ground i mean it had just been set there yeah so it's up on box, you know the frames under this thing. i mean it's all there yeah uh i mean we had you know there was no deck on it this is just a trailer you walk up concrete blocks to get to the front door yeah uh, it was temporary yeah what it was so you know my dad's like well there's a guy out there looking in the window and i mean dad's like boom <sighs> he's mad you know what i mean so dad's like well i'm gonna go over there right dad was there and you know he come back and he's just like i don't think anybody should be out there tonight and never really would say anything or tell anybody anything or anything like that uh i don't know whether he did when i wasn't around because i mean i'm not gonna kid you i was pretty scared when that was going on because my sister was like in one of those panics to where she couldn't breathe yeah man yeah i understand and she was like, this thing was just like looking at her with no facial expressions. And she kept, all that I remember her kept saying, 
it's not a man, it's not a man, it's not a man. So, and like I said, dad went and he was just like, well, you stay here. Uh, he went over and got my other sister, brought her to the house. And then the next day, my brothers and everybody, I think, kind of went around and stuff. I don't know what, they wouldn't have told me because, you know, I was kind of scared anyways because I was a kid. So right. uh, I don't think he wanted me to know anything about it. Whether he told anybody else they, you know, anything, I don't know. But I just remember, you know, that thing was probably uh, 10 foot tall, at least because she said it was at the top window, which I do know for a fact, We, because I remember them measuring. Uh, for sure, we measured the middle of that window is 10 foot. So the top of that window was probably another, like almost 12 foot. And she said its face was like right directly in that top window. Wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just remember that being a kid that stuck with me pretty, pretty hard too. Uh, I never seen anything. Uh, I wish I would have. Uh, well, probably not then because I probably would have dropped over. But, uh, <laughs> Man. But then my brother, this was probably about a year and a half ago. Like I said, he's always home every weekend. And uh, he, like I said, he smokes. He's all, he's, he's out because, you know, mom's like, oh, nobody's smoking. And, you know, he's, they don't smoke inside or anything. Right. Uh, so he was outside and we had like probably close to I want to say seven eight inches of snow on the ground and uh that same garage that I was telling you about before that's kind of back up off away from the house uh it's pretty quiet out there uh because it's a little remote and not a lot of traffic travels on that road when you got they don't plow it they don't salt it they don't treat it uh you know I mean we all have like you know 33s and 36s on four-wheel drive jeeps that go in and out of there so you're not getting there in, you know, seven inches of snow in, in your Subaru or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad out there in the winter. Yeah. And that's why he was there with the fog because that storm was coming in. So he's out there smoking and he's, I started getting these messages on my phone. I'm down here with my son and we're playing F Xbox. And I, he's like, I'm like, what are these sounds that you're playing me? And he's just like, I have no idea. He's like, dude, there's something screaming, like a weird guttural, like, yell, and you can hear it, and then you can hear, like, these weird bird noises sometimes, huh. and I'm like, I, I have no idea, you know, I was like, I don't know, man, you're making, where did you record this at, you know, and he's like, I'm out here at mall, and I'm like, I, I don't have no idea what to tell you that is, I'm like, you know, it could be, Maybe there's some kind of animal out there or something. <laughs> and it was very loud. And he recorded this for probably three or four minutes. Really? And said, oh, yeah, it went on for a long time. So he was like, well, I'm going to sit out here and smoke another cigarette. And it was still kind of daylightish. Because um, it was, uh, I want to say, like, early, because this is like an early winter storm we had. It was So it was still kind of daylight around, still around five-something. Right had a little bit of like low light yeah and i remember him telling me i just he's he's frantic sending me these messages and he's just like dude i have no idea what i've just seen but he said whatever it was walked up out of the wood line walked up the hill by the garage no kidding and he said it took its arm and laid it on top of the corner uh had the garage there's like a our garage and you got like your normal roof peaked roof and then it's on a bank on this side that's kind of lower 
and yeah. that thing walked up that lower side of the bank. And then he said it like almost like it took its arm and laid up on the roof of the garage, and he was just like, "It's a bear." <laughs> same brother that is very skeptical. Yeah. And you know, just a little bit beforehand, he was recording those noises. Um, and I'm like, okay, I don't know about a bear doing that, but I mean, maybe, I don't know. I'm not a wildlife expert. Uh, well, then I got a little bit after that. He was like, I don't, it can't be a bear. He said, cause it's walking on two legs and it walked around the back part of the garage. And he said, dude, the head on this thing, he said it had, it was, it had snow. Its shoulders were so wide. He said it had snow kind of like it was standing in the snow, pouring snow, and piled up on its shoulders, and it was holding the snow beside of both sides of its head on its shoulders. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, come on. I mean, he never says any of, you know, he's totally like, you know, it's like I said, he don't buy into any of the Bigfoot stuff or any of this. Uh, well, he didn't, I should say. Yeah. Um, but he was like, this thing just looks at him. He said it was looking at him. And uh, he's just, you know, he's like, I just, he said it, it had to have been a while. But he was like, I didn't realize it. He's like, a cigarette burnt down. He cut his fingers. And he had just lit the cigarette. You know what I mean? He was, he was like, I don't know if I was smoking it and not paying attention. But he was just like, I don't know. It was, the whole thing was kind of, re- you know, weird. Gosh. But he was like, it walks really slow, goes around behind the garage pushes like some saplings that are between the road bank and the garage like out of the way and he was like he's like this is a big road bank um i want to say that road bank up behind that garage um it's probably a good five and a half six foot step off right well i don't want to for it was it was a step off because he was like it he's like dude it just took a step and it was like in the middle of the freaking road oh it's like seven and then just walks up through the neighbor's cattle field and down the other side, down towards the pond. And that, I mean, he, you know, that was hit. That's just how he explained that, that to me. That wasn't me. That was my brother, uh, you know, but I just can't think he would be like, you know, he definitely would not make that up. Right. Plus with the sounds and everything else. Well, and he recorded the sounds. I, I wish he would have kept them. Uh, I wish I would have kept them because he sent them to me on my messenger. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, you know, that's just, those weren't my experiences, but I, I do remember living through that when I was, you know, the one when I was a kid, you know, then the one with my brother was recent. Um, well, like I said, probably, uh, probably a year and a half ago or so when that one happened, I do believe, yeah, that would probably be right. Uh, so, but that's the, you know, I just, I figured, you know, cause I know I listened to the Bigfoot stuff on here yeah, uh, and then a couple other podcasts, um, uh, like I said, I, I do follow the Bigfoot stuff. I, I wish something like that would happen to me. Uh, I went out in the woods and actually tried to, uh, <laughs> you know, here I don't, you know, I, I don't know because I don't, if, there's been a few people that had sightings that I know here and stuff, uh, but they're all like, well, you know, it, it wasn't real. I don't know what I think, but it was, that's not what it was. Right. Um, but those are those remarkable. Those are that, great. Those are great sightings, though, man. I mean, terrifying, yes, for your sister, but your brother had like the perfect sighting. Yeah, and, he, and it, he's like, he said he didn't feel like he was uh, uh, threatened. 
or you know it wasn't well i, I he said it you know it, he couldn't really see its face yeah and then again you know like you said it was covered in snow and he was like the only but the weird thing is is we've had um like i said we do hunt and the neighbor i used to help him that lived down below us he he's a huge trapper uh he he traps a lot he's trapped you know he's 70 some years old and he's trapped since he's been five you know oh wow and he said he's seen this thing a bunch really and yes yes he's taken i mean he's never really went he was like i really don't want to talk about it um but you know i remember when i because i was in high school and then he used to pay us to help him uh uh, like skin, like 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 coons and stuff like that. He would uh, trap coons and he would just different animals. Right. Uh, he lived off that. He was one of those type guys. Lived, you know, like I said, this is kind of in the middle of nowhere. Right. And uh, he retired, and then then he just lived on that stuff mainly. Yeah. Uh, his entire life. So he would pay us when we were in high school to go down and help him. Uh, so I'd be in the garage with my buddy, and we'd be you know doing these hides and stuff and uh, scraping them and you know all that. Oh, yeah. So. And then I remember him, you know, he's like, well, the one time I remember him did talk about it a little bit. He was like, well, next time you're uh, hunting, you're, you're deer hunting, um, there's a pond that's off the other side of my mom's property. He said, go back up in there in the rock cove. And I usually sit there. I'll sit there and watch the valley uh, for the deer coming in. Uh, if I get in the woods early in the morning, when I hunt it, I don't hunt much anymore. Um, so... I remember thinking he's crazy old guy at the time. Right. Uh, you know, and I went in there and he was right. There was these uh, rocks stacking. Um, when I say rock stacking, I mean like rock stacking. Right. Like, I mean, I couldn't even like me and like my brother and I, I mean, my brother's a big guy uh, and a very stout dude that, you know, I'm talking picks up tractor trailer transmissions and stuff you know, and carries the stuff around. So we couldn't move uh, the rocks that were stacked and they're stacked like five feet up. Wow. And they were stacked around this cove overhang off from this pond. And my brother's like, oh, the crazy neighbor guy that used to live here stacked them. And I was like, yeah, with a dozer. <laughs> I, mean, I said, How, you know, him and I couldn't move one of them that were on the top and the bigger ones were at the bottom. Right said how's that and i don't even know how the rocks got there because this isn't a i mean there's a cliff overhang and when i say cliff overhang it's not i don't even it's not really there's one big giant rock kind of coming out of the hillside and there's a little stream that runs down and that's why i said i would go there early in the morning because the deers would come up and they would drink out of that stream there if you were you know deer season yeah and i would sit on top that big rock and i had that overhang under it but and then there would be like there was like sticks and stuff kind of laid late layered, but my, once again we had a guy that was a Vietnam vet that was he wasn't all there. He was an all right guy, just and that's what my brother how he used explainer. He just went down there and was like away from everybody camping, and I'm just like, there's no sign of a campfire. Uh, I'm just like, I don't see how he would have done that with any kind of. I mean, this is a this is a good walk. I mean, it, it takes how do you carry the rock in there? There's right. no rocks here. Red clay, mud, and dirt, West Virginia. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where the rocks even came from. 
I mean, I don't. I mean, these were huge rocks that were stacked. Right. You know, I never, that, but I've never, like, that's the only thing somewhat even made. I don't even know. I'm not saying that that was a whatever Sasquatch, right. Bigfoot. But, you know, it is odd those rocks got put there in that area. That is odd. And that was pretty, I don't, it, it, it was, you know, that, that, that's been a good, good long time ago. Like I said, I mean, I'm 40 and I was probably 20 some years old at that point in time because I had graduated, uh, just graduated out of school and stuff. So, uh, you know, it was around that time. So that's a pretty big gap from when my brother's experience and, you know, and all that. But right. I don't know if those, you know, like I said, I, that's, the, that's the only thing, the only things I've ever, you know, the whole Bigfoot stuff and every, or if that's even what it was, I don't know what it was. Right. Maybe there was a deep, long hair. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, it goes, man. That's incredible. You know. Yeah. Ah, uh, man. I appreciate you so much for sharing these stories with me, Jim. These are these are oh, killer, man. man. I just like to. I mean, I'm glad to be able to talk to somebody about the uh, the craft that I see. I'm not going to say UFOs because you know I, I don't know. I just they were some kind of craft. You know they. This, like I said, it, the second one bothered me. Uh, actually, bothered me pretty bad for a good yeah. for a good while. So, yeah, I understand uh, that. I talk about it and share it with people. Maybe somebody else will have uh, hear this podcast and have that. You know, and they'll be like, "Oh, well, you know, I've had that similar, uh, you know, experience with it." So, like I said, several people in this area, uh, they did they did at the, at the same night, uh, the same time. It was just. My instant messenger, I had people sending me messages that I wasn't friends with that were friends with people I was on instant messenger wanting to accept. And I was like, friend request, friend request, friend tell me. I was like, I've seen it. I see, see this thing. I see this thing. Wow. You know, I mean, it was probably three or four right in a row. And I'm just like, I, I, you know, trying to, I was like, well, get pictures, get pictures. Yeah, for I sure. Mean, they're like, you know, but everybody says that. Oh, cell phone. Um, well, but. You know, my cell phone, even, it, you know, where I had mine to get to it, to get the pic, to take the picture, I had to get up and physically get the phone. Right. You know, I mean, I'm not one of these people. Then I probably wasn't so much one of these people who sits with it, and I'm just constantly on it all the time, especially when I'm just chillaxing. Right. Uh, you know, I'm trying to avoid it at all costs because of my job. Yeah. It bothers me 24-7. Uh, so... You know, I was kind of just trying to unwind at that point, you know. But I wish I would have gotten. Uh, I kicked myself so hard. Oh, and when that stuff's happening, you don't even really – that's not the first thing. No. You know, popped in my mind at that point. Right. Um, I'm awestruck at first. And yeah. then, scared. <laughs> but, oh, man. Well, yeah. Yeah, I – I'd be awestruck too. I think the last thing on my mind would be like, let me get a picture. It'd be like, why is this so close to my house? <laughs> you know? Right. I was thinking, why is this thing literally, I was, what? I mean, when it first, like I said, the first one first, I thought, oh my gosh, there's like some kind of plane of some kind that's coming down yeah. at first. That's what the first thing popped at first. And I'm like, this ain't, a, this isn't a plane. Uh, and like I said, for some reason in my mind, 
I'm not saying that they were Roman numerals that I could make out on this. I'm just saying that's what my mind seemed like it thought it saw on that. Yeah. Uh, but there was definitely some kind of symbol. symbol thing around this. That's how low it was. I could make that stuff out at wow. first for just a short teeny bit. Um, but like I said, that encounter should have, I feel, bothered me worse. Once again, I come back to that second one. It's really, for some reason, I, it still hits harder than the first one. And I, I have, I have no, I just, I don't know why that uneasy, like this thing's not friendly. Yeah. It's kind of how I felt with the second one. That's just kind of, that's the first one. I, it didn't give me those kind of vibes, but the second one just really kind of like this kind of kind of feeling um but anyways that's uh i mean if you have any questions i know i've kept you on here forever you're good brother and every question i've had you know i've i got questions written down like did it act with intelligence you know how big was it what color were the lights how many lights did they move and you answered every question as i went because you're just on the spot with all these details because it's so vivid in your mind. It was so recent and it was so close and it's, it's moved you in such think, a way, you know, I don't think I'll ever forget the no, second one for sure. No it hit me that hard and I don't know why the yeah. first one seems like it should have been way worse for me, but the second one really uneasiness is the best way I could describe how I felt with that one. And I know I've heard some people say, and I'm, like I said, I, I'm not saying aliens. I'm not saying, uh, you know, I just know that these are not normal craft to be in the air. Um, whether they're whatever they are, uh, you know, I'm not a huge church guy. Right. I don't get wrong. I went to church all the time when I was younger. I mean, I believe in, you know, I'm definitely God and everything, uh, wholeheartedly, 100%. Um, you know, uh, for sure. Uh, but, you know, I, I've heard some people say some stuff about like maybe like demons and stuff. And I'm just yeah. like, hard for me to believe. Why would they? I don't know. I mean, they, they do deceive, I guess. So they do deceive. But, and if you look at, okay, you said it, not me. Okay. <laughs> I didn't start this. But if you, if you look in the Bible, the way angels are depicted would be arriving in like chariots of fire or a wheel within a wheel or a wheel full of eyes, which would be like lights, right? Um, and these demons, they were, they were the fallen angels. You know, they're the Lucifer and his, his homeboys after they got cast out of heaven. Uh, where I am personally in life, yeah, I think that aliens, these UFOs, are some kind of celestial thing. I think it's either an angel or a demon, good or bad. I'm not sure why they're here, what they're looking for. I can't tell you. I don't know. But I feel like it's spiritual more than anything else, man. And uh, maybe you saw a good guy and a bad guy. I don't know. Could be The second one definitely did not give me good vibes. Yeah. I can tell you that for sure. Uh, yeah. You know, that it, it was very... Uh, and I still chased it. I, <laughs> I love that. I love it. My wife calling me. 
crazy. I was like, well, I'm driving through the woods right now. I was like, I'm going to have to call you back. Because, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, just, I've always been, you know, I've just always been, uh, and maybe that's why I don't get to have, you know, I mean, I've been some crazy, uh, you know, supposed like haunted places, and I've never, um, I mean, I've camped in the woods a lot, man. I yep. mean, uh, I've never had, you know, I've ran into bears. I've never been afraid of the bears. Yep. Uh, you know, I ran into the bear out, a, a, a big bear out ATV, and she was freaking out. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm not going to say how I ran into this bear, uh, <laughs> but I, it wasn't a good opportune minute uh, when I happened up, when, I, when it happened up on me. <laughs> but I wasn't, you know, uh, I'm just not really necessarily, a, I just, I don't freak out yep. in those, I guess you could say, because uh, it doesn't do you good any any good to do that either way. Right. You need to try, try to stay calm, if, especially, you know, if you're trying to, you know, be in control, somewhat control of the situation. So, right. uh, you know. It's the same way, like I said, I didn't, I don't want to say I freaked out the second time. I, I was more of like, I'm running this thing down because uh, I'm going to figure out what it is. Yep. If I could have drove straight off the embankment into the woods to chase that thing, I would have. <laughs> uh, there would have been a road through those woods. That just would have been a four-wheel drive. I'd have chased it. Um, mm. That's just how I am. Uh, I, I really like to have answers, though, about that stuff and Maybe I need to go more to answers to maybe, you know, church or Bible or reading Bible. more of the Bible. It won't lead you wrong. You know that. <laughs> yeah. and, and I mean, I'm a big, you know, my mom was a huge faith person. Uh, so I'm not going to, I mean, I, I, you know, I do 100%. God is, you know, yeah, is 100%, you know. Absolutely. When it comes to Bigfoot, I do not believe. I believe that is flesh and blood, very, very intuitive uh, species that knows what it's doing. Yeah. And that's why it hasn't been caught. That's just how I feel about it. Um, you know, I 100% believe that is not a negative entity, in my opinion. There is people that say there are some that can be negative. But then again, if you're in somebody's back, you know, if you're if you're in somebody's backyard and you're not supposed to be there, that's probably how they feel. Yeah. Yeah. I get real negative real quick with somebody's on my yard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I don't, I just, I don't know. I just, uh, you know, I've, I've been really, really researching the Bigfoot stuff lately. Uh, mm. Like not, not even because of, you know, my brother's experience or anything. I've just kind of taken a little bit of a, just an interest in it for some reason lately i don't know why yeah. it's very interesting to me. well i tell you what if you believe it's like uh another human species or whatever uh the the bible might have some surprises for you in there too oh no i know where you're going with that i 100 percent believe that the 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 what is that the able or the the prophets e and stuff esau esau yeah that's it yeah yeah esau. that's the hairy man the hairy man smelled like a goat had hair like a goat on his arms and hands and that's kind of how my brother described the hair on that one that he could make out he was like it was like a reddish dark brown 
like a kind of a goat hair, but he was like it didn't look dirty. Yep. Uh, how something lives in the woods like that, you know, and has a Jason Momoa mane. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I don't. You know what I mean? I I don't. Uh, I hope one day I do experience that. That's one thing I, I mean, like I said, that's one thing I do get into. I don't really get into the whole uh, alien thing and all that craziness. Or I don't, I don't want to say craziness, but all that, you know, I don't go down those rabbit holes with that stuff. All right. Uh, you know, there's no particular reason why it just doesn't really, never really, I'm not going to say it don't interest me, but uh, I don't know. I just, you know, even seeing the crafts and stuff, definitely those crafts did not belong. Right. Where they were at, I can tell you that a hundred. Just one thing I can say, they did not belong in the, <laughs> in the sky, and they were definitely defying anything that I have ever heard, yeah. uh, with no sand and no propulsion and just floating. And that was the craziest thing of all. I mean, uh, there's just I could I, I could not my mind just couldn't wrap around it honestly. Uh, yeah, that's. But anyways, that was my that was my two experiences. I'm glad you let me share them and everything. Man, I'm so grateful for you for sharing those. I'm for real super thankful. Uh, it being so recent, please, Jim, keep in touch with me, man. If something happens again, uh, well, I will I, do that. I would love to know because you know the, the the Bigfoot activity, the UFO activity, or craft activity. <laughs> uh, you know it. Well, it's, I call them ufos because i, I mean i guess they are because it stands for unidentified flying object yeah man uh, i guess that it is a ufo i've just never uh you know i, I just i i hate i, I just kind of labeling it i don't know because it just you know i don't know it just it really it real, i just i'm always like somebody watching this weird craft yeah uh, you know craft and because my one buddy's always like just say it, you know. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, say just, it. Just come on over to this side, brother. You're all right, man. <laughs> well, he gave me. He was like, "You don't know how many times we've seen these things uh, when we were out of maneuvers." And he's just like, "They come to us and be like, keep your mouth shut." Yeah, that's what they told us. And I mean, we're talking. I'm talking about a pretty hardcore grizzled, uh, been through some pretty hardcore stuff, guy. And, uh, you know, when he, when they first hit, cause he was in a unit that seemed some pretty bad combat right off the bat when he joined. And, uh, he was like, those things were all the time out there flying, uh, especially in like a hot, what he would call a hot situation. He was yeah. like, it seemed like they were drawn to, uh, those areas. And he's just like, they were like, do not talk about them ever. They wow. would tell him. Yeah, and he's just like, well, why? You know, he was one of them guys. He's like, question why? And they're like, yeah. well, you know, you want to we, – we're not going down that road. You know, <laughs> we're about it. So, but that's – what I explained to him is what he said that – he said they did see the, the exact same uh, thing a lot where he, when, he was over, uh, when he was overseas. So, yeah. Uh, he's like, those things would constantly come up. And – they're like, they're, then, you know, they would report it and be like, well, there's nothing there. Yeah. Uh, and he'd be like, well, yeah, yeah, there is. You know, I've, I've, I've watched it for an hour. Yeah. And uh, he was like, it was always right before a big conflict would happen. Uh, 
That's what he told me anyways. I don't know. And it's a lot he closer to the Holy Land. It, 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 that's, yes. Uh, very much so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I, I, I just uh, definitely those crafts did not belong uh, doing what they were doing. That's all I know. I'm just glad I got to share it with you, with you and everything. I am too. I'm thrilled that you shared it with me. I, I appreciate you. And uh, we're recording this. This is uh, May 3rd. I'll have this episode out for you probably around the 18th. If that works for okay. me. Okay. That That's works awesome. Because uh, I'm, I, watch, I listen to the podcast. Uh, you know, like I said, there's uh, yours and then a few other ones that I, you know, stay on top of. And then I'll look for those photos uh, on my Facebook because, I mean, they got to be in my history somewhere. Yeah, man. Uh, I'll send that stuff over to you. I'd uh, love that. That way, because I, I do got some decent ones. Uh, yeah. And probably at least, probably, I'm guessing maybe at least five or six. So. Sweet. I'll send them over to you. I appreciate yeah. you, brother. Hey, if I could recommend one other podcast to you, uh, I haven't been on that show or anything like that yet, but it's called Blurry Creatures. Okay. If you're not familiar with that podcast, it is, I think it'll be right up your alley, man. Okay. I'll check that out. I will uh, definitely check that out. Yeah, check it uh, out. It's a good. It's my. It's honestly my favorite podcast. I like it better than my own podcast. <laughs> <You know? laughs> as soon as I get off here, I'm gonna get on there. And I'll be like, yeah, I'm a blurry creatures. I'm. I'll put that in my watch list. That way, I'll follow it. That way, I know. Yeah, man, it's uh, good. You know, I'm telling you, it's good. I'll check that out. All right, brother. Y'all have a good night, everybody. That's too too shy to get on the camera. Y'all have a good night too. I, I know you're back there. <laughs> yeah, he's he's waving. He's <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey, thanks, brother. Have a good night. You too. Later. All right, that's it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. If you just have to have more content, you can go to patreon.com slash the bump podcast and subscribe and be a patron. Uh, got more and more content on there every week. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, to catch up on past episodes, go to the bumppodcast.com, click the episode tab. And I'll take you to any episode you want to listen to. Also, if you want to be on the show, I would love to have you on. Share your story with us. Go to thebumppodcast.com. Click the holler at me button. And holler at me. Send me an email, thebumppodcast at gmail.com. And uh, I'll get you on as fast as we can. All right. Again, thanks for listening. I love you guys. Until next time, don't stop believing.
in your life that you're you're ready to give your heart over to the Lord then I have a little a little message that I found that if you repeat it and you believe it in your heart this could help lead you closer to God to, to let Jesus Christ save you and it goes like this Heavenly Father I come to you from the depths of my heart realizing that I have sinned I repent of my sins and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and died on the cross for me and my sins. I believe that you raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and live in me now. I receive by faith you as my personal Lord and Savior. I receive your Holy Spirit as my comforter to help me obey you and do your will. It is in Jesus' name that I believe and receive the things prayed this day. Amen. Amen.